No, it's just like Uber Eats, but like for weed. For weed. Uber weed. <laughs> awesome. Well, I suppose we can get started. Yeah. Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. All right. Okay. Great countdown, Veronica and Dave. Thank you. That's me. And Dave. Thank you so much. Beth is not with us tonight. She is uh, nursing a, a migraine, so she's she's taking the day off. Sick day. We're going to take that out of her allotted time that we all accrue um, That's every right. time that we record, and I keep track of it to make sure... Um, that everyone yeah. gets paid equally and fairly to HR and payroll. Yeah. 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 I, I have my W2 in and you have whatever your version of W2 T4s T4 in. I got that all in a cabinet in the back. I also just realized I have the wrong backdrop up. <laughs> it's it's going to take a second. I didn't even realize right. <laughs> I'm David OJ. I'm at metal Dave zero two on twitter.com joined as always by Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got new glasses. Yes. I was wondering why everything looks so complete. <laughs> I'm back to the old Wayfarers. There so I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. Beth's out, and we are the Happy Hour. At Happy Hour on Twitter, a Happy Hour pod on Instagram, um, YouTube.com slash Happy Hour, and uh, HappyHour.com. If anyone's wondering why there's an echo, my fault. I'm about to fix it. There's no echo. Uh, there will be for like the first few minutes here because I had the speakers pumping out instead of my earphones. But now that's fixed because oh, right, right, right. because whatever's coming out of the speaker yeah. was hitting the microphone. And if we remember from last year's playoffs, thank God everyone in Toronto, you know, told me about that. And I was like, oh, that's right. I we didn't don't listen know to us back. Happen. You listen to no, us. No, honestly, we when I <laughs> like, when we, when we upload an episode, it's like brain dump. <laughs> yeah, brain dump. That's it. Done. Sorry. I have my nephew. He's like, um, Tia, you were kind of quiet on the last one. <gasps> Tia, that's my name. <gasps> Tia. Tia means empty. Oh, I was about, I was about to say that's like a matante or something. In Espanol. Yeah. Think so, and you're lagging a little bit. I think. I wonder if that's my fault. Your audio is coming through fine, but your video gets a little choppy. Do you know that last week? Oh fuck! Here it is again. Internet connection is unstable. Uh oh. Um, last week when when you guys froze for me, but I froze for you guys apparently. Yeah. Like yep, I couldn't yep. hear you guys. I could see myself on the video and everything, mm -hmm. and the I could hear myself and everything, but the, and. It was after that that um, I also got a message on my cable, too, that my internet was laggy. Ooh, might be the time of night. Maybe. I wonder what could be going on on the... It's Monday, right? Yeah. yeah it's Today's Monday. Monday. Today is Monday. In the evening. Um, okay. Yeah. Monday, Monday. Yeah, I guess it is peak hours, I suppose. Regardless. Fucking, it already feels like Thursday. Jesus Christ. It really does. I have a short week Monday. this week because I took Friday off because 
It is my birthday on Saturday. Yay! <laughs> That's right. Hooray! I'm going to have so much fun. I sent out all my invites to people. I'm like, just come to the beer garden. We're going to drink for about 12 <laughs> just hours. Just come to the beer garden. Just show up whenever. Did you send whenever. invites? I just sent text messages because I'm not on Facebook anymore because whenever I put them together on no. Facebook... It got, like, out of hand how many people would show up. I'm like, oh, Christ. <laughs> I can't control this right now. But it's all good now. Regardless, thank you, everyone, for the well wishes. Now, Habs, Bruins, <laughs> c'est soi. Uh Habs fall in overtime. But what a game, though. You know, they stuck to it. Fun. They took they took the Bruins uh, to, well, the, the overtime. Uh, they haven't been able to do that, I don't think, at any other point this season. The Bruins have kind of, you know... <laughs> The, the, that was in the, the before times, before our Martin St. Louis yeah. in the bad times of the season. And uh, <laughs> haven't won a game against the Bruins. We have one more matchup. I think it's in Boston. I got to look it up again, perhaps. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so finally we get a point against the Bruins. Not that it matters a ton at the moment. We're kind of working. No, I don't but- care. We're fighting for last place as if it matters. I just, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't really care either. People want to quip about like a, a percentage and a half or like two percentage points off of what the lottery draw would be out of a thousand lottery takes to get the one pick. I, I don't care. Yeah. I do not ba, ba, ba. care. You know, ba, 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 ba. You're, you're starting to talk about drop rates in a fucking role playing game in my head. I'm like, that's not a big difference, buddy. You're going to have to just keep doing it. <laughs> anyway, um, but like I said, great play all around by the Habs. I thought uh, Brad Marchand opens up the fucking scoring, and but God damn it, in his game back, in his game back in the second period, who ties it up? None other than David Savard with one hell of a backhand, I might ask. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous backhand. Yeah. My God, um, uh, assist by Romanov and Byron. And then third period, uh, so it's tied up one-one. We're going into the third period, and it's it is a contest. It was a good, good game. Very skilled game. We got to see everything that we could ever hope for from a hockey game against a rival. <laughs> it was it was really great. Really, really great to see. Um, it was exciting. Getting, Especially because we're not, like, dying to win. Yeah, yeah we don't we need to. We just want to be entertained. Just playing. Just playing. And whatever play. whatever Martin St. Louis is telling him, just, just, keep, just keep telling him that. Just keep going. Keep going. Right in my veins. Right in there. <laughs> right Thank in you veins. so much. Um... Third period starts. Um, it was a, a carryover power play for the Bruins on something that I don't even. When it comes to the refing here, we've already spoken yeah. about the the refing ad nauseum. I've heard on Twitter that oh we should feel bad for the refs because of a COVID, and I'm like, well, what? We've all lived with COVID. Feel bad for me. For right. me. It's just that what's going on, their workloads increase. They had to get more refs in that probably aren't ready for the NHL. So that is a bit of a factor uh, every little bit. But at the same time, I just do not care about them. Goddamn zebras. Let me tell you, boy, howdy. No, like I'm going to have any fucking say. I want their addresses because I'd like to pay them a visit. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactement. Regardless, Boston Power Play starts the third period. And uh, freaking Yoel Armia decided to show up you know, once every once every 10, 20 games. Scores himself a wicked goal. Well, he goal. scored last time. Oh, yeah, he did. Well, he shows up for like a week and then he <laughs> peters off again. But He's, um, a, he's Mr. Playoffs. Yeah. He really, man, mm-hmm. I do that. Uh, shorthanded goal. Puts the Habs ahead. And um, then it was just 
it was a bruising time because he had the freaking the Bruins really picked it up. And Jake Allen was a revelation tonight. My good yeah. God, was he making saves? Uh, granted, could not stop. Oh my God, I'm so glad he's back. Oh, me too. It Phew. it it just it evens out the back end quite nicely, especially because of things that happened in the past week that we are going to talk about. We are aware it is trade deadline day. However, trade deadline day is not much of a priority for the happy hour. I don't care about rumor accounts. I was offline all day. I don't care about insiders tweeting rumblings and kicking tires. I do not care. All that matters is when the Habs say something happens. And that's it. And then the, the then presser. Then we know what we're dealing with. And then the presser with Kent was really good, though. Like, really good. I really liked it. Yeah, he's great. He is good. Him and uh, La Cavalier. And we'll talk about those a little bit, too. However, Jake can Allen. Can I say just one quick thing? Of quick course thing? you can. An aside about uh, uh, a Ken Hughes is that people are talking about, wow, it's only been a few weeks and listen to his friend. It's so, okay. For me, um, I'm, I'm a third language French speaker, but I understand everything and he, he sounds fine to me. Oh yeah. He, and, and he sounds a lot better and he did e- even a lot better on day one than Mark Bergevin ever did on day one. He was so rusty with his French, but if his name wasn't Kent Hughes, people wouldn't be like, Oh, listen mm-hmm. to his French. That's right. It's like he speaks French. He's fluent. He always has been. And he was a lot better on day one than Mark Bergevin ever, ever was. Yeah. So just drop that. Line. Yeah. That's enough. The guy speaks French. Yeah. Like he speaks French he's enough where totally. I don't understand what he's saying. Like, oh, he's a total Quebecois. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I heard some Franglais in there. I understand that. Part. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what like everybody does. Everybody uses Franglais. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. So poor Jake Allen could not stop Connor Connor Clifton, uh, net in his oh, first yeah. net in his first goal in like twenty or thirty games or something stupid like that. Ties it up at two. And the yeah. siege continues. Um, there's another power play at the tail end uh, of the game that I think carries over into the overtime. Oh, right. That was the whole Charlie McAvoy and Jake Evans Yeah, nonsense. Charlie McAvoy on Jake Evans. Yeah, that 4v4. So I don't know. Actually, did they did the OT start 4v4? Because I don't think it did. I think it might have been four on three or five on four. Good point. I wasn't paying attention. Huh. I was trying to get set up for the podcast. Right, right, right. Um, I don't. Yeah, recall. but that that um that overtime came down to one thing. Oh yeah, fucking Brad Marchand. Thirty four seconds in pots it. There it is. Uh, yeah, Habs well, had possession. Cole Caulfield yeah. had the puck. He made he made like a not great pass to mm. Nick Suzuki, and, and everybody then, just uh, kind of got confused. And who fucking cares? Yeah, and uh, Jeff Petrie, you know, just kind of stood around waiting to be traded. And uh, there it is. Bye. That was the game. 3-2 overtime loss. What can you do? And that's it. Now, uh, just to round up the rest of last week's games. uh, It started off last week on the 15th against the Coyotes. And they got coyoteed. Because the Coyotes are the hottest team in the NHL currently. I know, right? They got got shellacked 6 Three in that game. Um, first period, empty uh, net two. 
Oh, yeah, and with an empty net. But, yeah, first period, it was 4-1 at the end of the period with the sole Habs goal coming from La Rontalfan, of all people. Uh, second period. Ah, that's right. Clayton Keller makes it 5-1 Habs on the power play. And then Habs get themselves a power play. Uh, not that long after the fact. And the Habs, uh, under a minute from that last goal, score Cole Caulfield from Weidman and Armia. 5-2. Face off at the dot. Uh, passes uh, drop back. Uh, Habs win it. Passes drop back to the D. Uh, shot up to Cole Caulfield, and he just claps it. Scores. Eight seconds Slapper. later. Two for Cole Caulfield in that game. Makes it 5-3. It's like, oh, now this game is back within, you know, grabbing distance in the second period. Now, yeah. Cole Caulfield, and I looked this up before, but he joins some elite company when it comes to fastest goal scored. I believe, of course, I don't yes. have it in front of me, but I yeah, believe yeah, yeah. he is tied Shit. for fastest, like, he's like third fastest hab to score uh, those two yeah. goals, and he's tied with uh, the Rocket. Is he tied with the Rocket? Yeah, with eight seconds between two goals. I saw a few graphics about that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, because I made a whole goddamn list about who is actually the <laughs> fastest in the NHL and some person I could never remember again. But that guy, he his is like four seconds. And what happened was that he got his first goal, then he won, then his team won the face off and he just rang it off the <laughs> boards. But the puck hit the stanchion and just went into the goal because the goalie went to play it around the net. And it kind of bounced <laughs> off the, the you know, the, the board, went into the net. And the goalie was like, Jesus Christ, four seconds. That's the fastest uh, recorded. And I think it's a tie again with Mahalovic. I always... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's the fastest Mahalovic. half. Yeah. I think that's five seconds, though. And he's like third overall or something. Anyway, record set, sort of, kind of. Yeah. And uh, Cole is in elite company, and he is going to be an elite player. Because we're he's starting to be a phenom. For that us. that first line of Caulfield, Suzuki, and Anderson—that is a scary line. That's that's the scariest line that I've seen in a decade or two. Like for, from the yeah. Habs, like ever since. Yep. Like, I I can't remember the last time there's such there's so much upside on a on a line like that. Anyway, Habs lose the game against the Coyotes because uh, they're crazy. <laughs> Martha and St. Louis pulls the goalie at five minutes <laughs> like left five in the third. <laughs> He's like, we're going because the Habs were playing great in that third period, too. Yeah. Like they were shelling, shelling them, and he figured, okay, just pull the goalie. We'll add an extra guy, and everything you know went kaput. There it is. So 6-3 loss. Uh next game was against Dallas. Uh Again, another loss. Four yeah. to three overall. Um, oh, but it was it, OT, wasn't yeah, it, was, it? It was OT. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. It was one that it was that one where freaking Klinberg scored uh, with ten seconds left in OT. Freaking uh. ridiculous. Uh, Radic Faxa in the first period, assisted by Radulov, but Cole Caulfield on the power play in the second period, followed by Jamie Ben makes a two-one Dallas. Uh, going into the third period, Nick Suzuki. Makes his presence known. 2-2 two, two, ties it up. And then Corey Shinneman. Shinneman. Yes. Shinneman. Actually, excuse me. Shinneman. Scores his first in the NHL. And uh, yep. what a 
surprised that kid is. Well, kid, but, you know, uh, yeah. rookie in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, makes it 3-2 for the Habs. Uh, however, some minutes later, John Klingberg, oh, yeah, gets the equalizer. They play to OT, and then John, once again, with the winner. Whatever. Stupid. So Habs yeah. lose that one in OT. All that by the game this past Saturday against the Ottawa Senators. And that was quite a game because I was there to see it live. I was lucky enough to be able to go up to uh, Montreal this past weekend with my buddy Chris Hilgenberg, who is an Ottawa Senators fan. Hi, Chris. Chris. Friend of the podcast, Chris. And um, it was a great time. No, we got there Saturday to the Airbnb uh, we met up with some uh, Twitter folks. Where'd you guys stay? Whereabouts? Ah, uh, we stayed near the gay village. Near the gay village? Juliette would, would be the metro station. It's um, like a half it's hour. It's where we stayed. No? Mm-mm. No. No, we were, we were closer to downtown uh, when we were together. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By metro, it'd be like... Mm, 20 minutes to downtown, give or take. I'm trying to figure out what kind of deal we're going to get when we go in July. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's going to be quite a the thing. The happy hour is coming to Montreal in July, everybody. That's if right. Have a spare house. For the draft. Yep. It's going to be a good time. Yep. I should just rent a place up there, I swear to God. No shit. Seriously. Maybe. I'll have to figure that out. So. we. we I liked where we stayed last time. I liked it a lot, too. And it won't be fucking freezing. It'll be no, July. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, my God. We could go oh to La God. Ronde. We could go to the B.O. Dome. We could do all sorts of shit. Yeah. We could just go outside and the... do shorts and drink. <laughs> the Montreal este, um, uh, Airbnb people are going to make a fucking killing mm, this mm, summer. Mm. Let's fucking oh, yeah. go. So, oh, yeah. Um, That's what we have to rent soon. Yes, we do. Chris and I, we get there. <clears throat> Uh, tried to hook up with some Twitter folks, didn't quite get to. So we went to McLean's, of course. Um, just got ourselves some put in. McLean's, yeah. Uh, got ourselves some <laughs> put in because it was St. Patrick's Day, still in full regalia over there. Uh, they were watching rugby when we got in. Uh, so Chris finally got himself a real deal Montreal put in, and he loved it. Like, good man. There we go. Yeah. I got the same thing. Because they were out of yeah. butter chicken. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, because I was going to say. Heartbroken. Um, yeah. And then we got to the game. Uh, and it was just, what, what, what a game. It just the Habs were on fire practically that entire game. Uh, Jake Evans opens the scoring late in the first period. But Josh Norris, he's, Chris was so happy on the power play, uh, <laughs> equals it up for uh, Ottawa. Where'd you guys sit? Uh, we were... Seats? We were literally sitting against Scotty Bowman's face in section 419. <laughs> I had a pillar literally right next to me. We were all the way up there. All the way. Yeah, yeah. But it was center ice facing the benches, even though we couldn't see the benches because the press box was low enough. So we had the two TVs <laughs> that we could see clearly and the ice. Oh, awesome. Good. Oh, no, there's not a bad place in the Bell Center. There really isn't no. even up there. So we were sitting way up there. <clears throat> and... uh just taking in the game. And, yeah, so Ottawa ties it up. But then that second period, they just, it went off the rails for Ottawa. Uh, Paul Byron, uh, and that's his second of the year from uh, Pazetta and Evans. Uh, Cole Caulfield uh, with a you know, freaking 
It's Cole Caulfield, for God's sake. Chris was happy about that because he has Cole Caulfield on his fantasy team. That helped awesome. him out quite a bit. And then freaking Yoel Armia. Where did he come from? <laughs> from quite a uh, quite a game. And then, so it's 4-1 Habs at the end of the second period. Start the third, and it, they're just playing them ragging, essentially. And Brett Kulak with quite a dipsy do to like break into the slot and net himself a goal makes it five one halves uh chicken wings three for everybody chicken wings and um yeah that was a that was a great game more importantly in that game though was the pregame ceremony honoring team canada's ladies yes. of ice hockey i sat in the same building as marie philippe poulin and that was amazing. That was really cool. I'm so glad they did that. It was just very, very nice gesture for our uh, ladies of the ice. Yeah. With the gold medals, of course. Yeah. So that was really cool. Incroyable. Yeah, incroyable. It was cool. Um, yeah. Let's see what else happened in that game that I'm trying to remember. Uh, I finally had a Bell Center hot dog. And? Great. I've never had one. Great. I couldn't believe it. I didn't know hot dogs could be that good. <laughs> Even though I had a hot dog in in Vancouver when I saw Montreal play, mm. seven fifty, nothing on it. Like I don't like any of this stuff that lots of people condiments and whatnot. Mustard. No, I don't like ketchup, like relish, sauerkraut, sauerkraut, all that mm. kind of shit. I don't like it on my the stuff that I like on my hot dog. They don't offer it at the at the hockey game. So I just had ketchup. And yeah. mustard, and it was really good. Mm. Yeah, we're gonna have to invest in some Bell Center dogs when we get over there. Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Can we? I want to try. Are they gonna have them at the draft? My God, that might be like a state emergency. Okay, we also have to get tickets for the draft. Yeah, that might be a problem. Because <laughs> that sounds like a high ticket item. Yeah, mm. but. I mean, if we, little old me could get tickets to the draft in Vancouver. Work your magic. Yeah. The important thing is Friday night. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah, the first day. Or thir I guess it's Thursday. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first day. That's the important thing. We'll do it. We got, yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. That. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm we'll sure. Fly by night. We go to Montreal. Um, yeah. Fly and then. Fly by night. The um, rush. Oh, just the best. Uh, so after the game, we met up with Ariane and her friends, um, got wicked stoned, and then went to McLean's. I don't know if you're going to say anything. <laughs> I had to. I mean, we. J I was like... It's legal. I was like on another planet. I couldn't believe that <laughs> stuff. So we had a good time. Uh, went back to McLean's, uh, met up with Jeremy, Mr. Lang on Twitter, uh, oh, Jeremy! Like I sat down at a table, and Chris was sitting beside me, and we were and again. We were just like, "Oh my god!" And I look over, there's Jeremy. <laughs> I called him Justin, <laughs> like an idiot, but because uh, I just whatever J names just confuse me. But yeah, we all hung out, and it was great. And they and him, Jeremy, and his buddy, whose name I do remember it, but uh, I'll just Mr. M. Um, Mr. M. They were they were drinking for keeps, car bombs, tequila shots, beer, whatever. 
like came their way. They just did it. They're freaking champions. So congratulations, Jeremy. I don't believe I've met Jeremy in person before, and I you you're so lucky. He mentioned that uh, if you're coming to the draft, we're all hanging out. I know we're awesome. we're we're a hot commodity in Montreal you. when we're in there, but uh, we'll figure <laughs> things out. But yeah, actually, no. Come think of it, at the game, uh, I met up with Shems. I met up with Sam. I met up with Miso. I met up with Sarah. That was Miso! good. Miso. Yasmina was there. Yasmina. Completely forgot to like hit her up because I haven't talked to her in forever, and I was like, oh no. Shit. Yeah, no, it's not. It's my bad. I'm so sorry, Yaz. You're dearly loved. Honestly, I just forgot. When we're sorry. there in July, we'll do something proper. Oh my god, we're just uh. There's no hockey games or shit to go to, so we're just going to have, like... We're just going to be... We're going to have quality time. Bunch of friends just doing hood rat yeah. stuff, so it's yeah. all good. <laughs> we're all going to have an amazing time. Um, yeah. So there's that. Now, that's all the current news. Let's um let's do a recap of the weekly news, and then talk about today's trade deadline, I think. It would be the best way to do it. Unless there's something else on your mind. Is there more stuff to cover from the week? What happened? The only thing I can think of is that yesterday I met up with Simwell. With oh my god! And we got crepes together, and Simwell is a—he's he's so a, sweet. He's an excellent fellow, excellent, excellent yeah. fellow. And I found a crepe spot that he was like, "This is amazing." So we all have to go to does that. Does he crepe live spot. in Montreal? Yes, he does. Didn't know about this place. I did. Nice. So, yeah, no, nice. Moro Crepe. If you guys are in Montreal, old Montreal, uh, Moro, 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 M-U-R-U, Crepe is fantastic. It's, man, I haven't had a better crepe in my life, so. So, I don't, I don't do a lot of French cuisine, because uh. I'll, it, it's, it's, it's super buttery and sweet for me. So, it's just. So I want to know this place with these crepes. Do they have savory options? They'll put very an, important for they'll me. They'll put an omelet inside a crepe for you. Okay, we'll go there. That's exactly what Chris did, and uh, Chris loved it. He's okay. like he bit into it. It's like it's like a cloud. It just disappears. Yeah, melts in like your a, mouth. I'd like like a sausage and egg, or like a Mediterranean kind of something. They'll yeah, accommodate. That isn't like all like syrup and cream i'm the sweet guy it's not my thing where i'm like i want my crepe to have um yep chocolate syrup strawberries bananas whipped cream (laughs) and um what's that spread that people use that everyone oh the nutella yeah nutella that's what it is yeah that's big in chili too oh good oh my god love their nutella not that big in the states unless i'm lying it's uh not uh a la mode, if I'm using that right. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it's not en vogue. Yeah, en vogue would be closer, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah not too many people use same. use Nutella, and people that do use Nutella down here are obsessed with it. Like it's there's two extremes. There's no middle ground. Be like, ah, oh, I have Nutella just in case. No, those people don't no. exist. It's an everyday. It's an everyday use. It's an obsession. So yeah, there's all that. We covered that, covered the Boston game. Uh, okay. The week. Let's see. Uh, that's not important. Uh, Paling was placed on injured reserve. And Elenin was recalled. That was last week on yeah. the 15th. Though I didn't see Elenin in the lineup tonight. 
I didn't. I saw. I saw that he was with the rocket. Uh, I wonder oh, if something got uh, switched up and I missed it. That might be my bad. Uh, Matthew Perot put on waivers. That was a little bit of a surprise. But then again, making room for Drouin and Dvorak's return. Yeah. So that's kind of what's going on there. So Perot is now with the Rocket for sure. Uh, and then the big news came last week. I thought week. that he was with the Habs. Perot? Yeah. He was I definitely I saw something. Yeah. Uh, with the Rocket the last time I saw Like I was watching a Rocket okay. game and he was taking draws. It's like, oh, there ah, he is. Okay. So yeah. there's that. Okay. Um. I'm wrong. Nah, it's okay. I've been admittedly staying the hell away from Twitter for the last 10 days, two weeks. So I, I saw something fleeting about how Perot cleared it. waivers. He's yeah. with the Habs, blah, blah, blah. But I can't cite a source. You did correct. You're doing okay. it right. So then the big trade happened. And it kind of set the barometer for the rest of today's transactions, or at least all those that came from then to today. In the Ben Sherratt trade to the Florida Panthers, Sherratt gets dealt. The Habs get a bit of a king's ransom for the guy. Tyler Slim Smilanich. Smilanich? Smilanich? Oh, shit. Okay. I, I want to say Smilanich. I have no idea. How is this spelled? Uh, S-M-I-L-A-N-I-C. Smilanich. I, I thought it was Smilanich, but whatever. So, Tyler Smilanic. If he's Croatian, yeah. Yeah, perhaps. I just see a USA development team sweater on him. I'm like, mm, Okay. Uh, a first-round pick in next year's draft, and then a fourth-round pick in this year's draft. Now, the big thing, aside from, you know, picking up Tyler, because Tyler himself uh, was a... Oh, when the heck was he? He was a third-round pick by the Panthers, uh, but... Uh, let's see. He's a yeah, left-handed forward, 6'1", 177, tall guy. Uh, but yeah, so kind of a bit of a 6'1", 177? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a tall He's guy. He's going to blow over in the wind. Yeah, maybe. It's possible. <laughs> so. How young is, how, how old is he? That's what I was trying to look up. I thought I had it here and I don't see it for some reason. Now, there's a connection here with our esteemed Kent Hughes. Ah, what's that? Played with his kid. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So now they know each other. Yeah. The nepotism is starting, everybody. <laughs> no, I don't mean by nepotism. <laughs> I mean by, like, why would they? It's kind of like when Mark Bergevin went after Philippe Deneau. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gotta get that guy. Oh, yeah. Well, Gotta get that guy. He somehow. saw him in the in the uh, Hawks system. He's like, nope, well, I want him. So there was. Well, he was he was, as far as I understand, he was instrumental in in drafting a um, Philippe Dano. Mm, mm. That was that was his guy. So nice. I just wonder if you know what what uh, Kent Hughes knows about Smilanich, um, <laughs> because if he's watched him before, I mean, it wasn't willy nilly. Yeah, exactly. So something was there. And like you say, King's ransom. King's ransom. No, that that's a like, big draw because. The thing about that first round pick is that it's not an unprotected, it's an unprotected pick, which means that wherever yeah. Florida falls, people are saying, oh, Florida is going to do really good next year. We have no idea because Florida is selling their freaking house to get mm -hmm. all sorts of players uh, on their team. Um, of course, I have the Habs draft history. I don't have the uh, trade history. I don't have the Panthers <laughs> uh, trade history in front of me, but just just 
take my word for it. They they sold a lot to acquire a lot. And they lost Ekblad too, eh? Oh yeah, Aaron something. Ekblad. Yeah, yeah. He had himself um yeah, long term injured reserve. Um actually I can go over Florida right now today. Uh they picked up uh well they unloaded uh Frank Vetrano. They picked up Ben Sherat. They got them. Oh, that was the big thing was picking up Claude Giroux. That was the oh, big fucking one. fuck. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that yesterday, I'm like, holy, we're going to be entertained, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. They picked him up as, uh, as well as a German Reps, uh, <laughs> and Connor Bunneman <laughs> from the Flyers and gave up uh, Owen Tippett and Pixon. Whatever. We're not going to get too far into it. Um, Robert Hag. From the Sabres for a six-round pick. And then they also picked up Max Domi today. Florida did? Carolina did. did. Oh, wait a second. See, I'm looking at the trade details here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Florida. Okay, from CBH. Okay. Oh, that's weird how they label that. Yes. Yeah, I hate the fucking website. Panthers are retaining salary on Max Domi. Excuse me. Max Domi went to the Hurricanes. There it is. They're trying so hard. To be like yeah. the Habs. <laughs> Old joke. Other people did on Twitter. I just had to bring it up. Because yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. ah, that's kind of funny. So there it is. So, I yeah, haven't so seen that. it. Yeah. It's funny to me. Yeah. Good. Where is Montreal? Okay, good. Okay, so that was the big, some of the big news from last uh, last week. No more Ben Sherratt. Let's talk about Ben Sherratt, though. Can we Can we please say let's, a let's nice take a word moment. about him? Of course. Yeah, let's take a moment. First of all, a great Mrs. Sherratt. A great Mrs. Sherratt designs incredible uh, interiors. Yeah. she's. I love her Instagram because she's very cool and down to earth and not trying to sell you anything that costs normal people five months salary. Yeah. Um, I also like so- um, that she doesn't like try uh, at-home IV therapy. That's really cool too fuck yeah. i don't these I, i'll never understand these people um and imagine so, having that, that much money to think i'm gonna try yeah that. i'm no. gonna do an at-home iv elective therapy but anyway whatever um so whatever. yeah so i'm gonna miss her uh the baby who mm-hmm. made it with him to his last presser that he wasn't expecting he wasn't ex- he wasn't there expecting to talk to the press so that was lovely mm-hmm. she's so cute and anyway, um, just, you know, I, I, I will always put my dukes up for, for the people that are being attacked on my team. And Sherat was one of those guys. I think that there was, you know, there were still so many people in the fan base that had no respect for the general manager at the time. And so when Ben Sherat came along, they just, they just kind of like, Ugh. He, he's always trying to get defensemen in his own image about mm-hmm. Mark Bergevin. And, and they just really discounted him. And there's always um, growing pains when you first start with a new team, you know, new partner, new system, new, all of that stuff. He, he, he didn't, I mean, he, he didn't even have that many bad games. And then when he started getting paired with Weber, people were making fun of it again. Like, you know, how bad are RD that Ben Sherrod is paired with Shea Weber, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that's why I'm really glad for his success because he more, he more, then acquitted himself 
in the past couple of seasons and in the past playoffs uh, in the bubble as well as in all the way to the Stanley Cup final last year. And just because he's not a statistics darling, if his, because his, you know, if, if his statistics spreadsheet displeases your um, fine sensibilities, I'm really sorry about that because he's really good at hockey. And it was just, I, I can't remember who I was, who I, I think it was, it was Aaron Ward who said, you can't quantify the stuff that you measure and write down in the regular season as far as everything that has to do with stats because it it doesn't apply in the playoffs and this is something that we've talked about many times it's a different Mm -hmm. sport when you start in the off season or in the in the playoff season and so he's a warrior and it comes as absolutely no surprise to me that he went for such a high price and it's going to be interesting. I, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be watching the playoffs this year just because, you know, playoffs are always fun, but I'll be paying close attention to both Florida and Colorado. Mm-hmm. For reasons that we yes. have not mentioned quite yet. <laughs> I'm not becoming a team, a, a fan of the Panthers mm-hmm. or of the Avalanche, no, but I'll no, be no. paying attention. It'll be interesting. I was actually trying to remember how exactly we got Sherrod. Ben Sherrod, he was talked about, he was going to be available like RFA or something like that. I think we got him on July 1. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, July but, 4 RFA or UFA pickup right. and uh back in 2019. So And Ray mm-hmm. Ferraro had been touting had been touting him on mm-hmm. TSN 690 on his hits with Mitch Melnick prior to that. <clears throat> I'd never heard of Ben Sherrod. First time I heard of Ben Sherrod was when Ray Ferraro was like, "You know who Montreal could use? This guy." Mm-hmm. And so when we got him, I was just like, oh, okay, yay. And Ray Ferraro knows his stuff. Um, uh, longtime yeah. partner of, uh, yeah, Shea Weber. They formed the wall in the playoffs and performed admir- admirably in that. And there it is. There so, it is. So another hole so in the I wanted, defense I for wanted the to give him his props. Mm-hmm. For sure. He, no, he, no. He'll be missed. He did go very underappreciated for a long time, but most people wised up pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So there goes Ben Sherratt. Uh Thank you, Ben. Other news from the week. Uh, Jake Allen, Christian Dvorak activated from injured reserve. Jake Allen back in the lineup, finally. Hooray. Really good. Uh, got the win on Saturday night. Got the OT uh, tonight, which is, you know, okay. And, yeah, Dvorak back as well. I think Christian Dvorak is the only guy that can take a face-off on the Habs at the moment. What's going on with Nick Suzuki? Well, look at any of the games in the face-off stats, and they're abysmal. Hmm. He's going to have to pull a Sidney Crosby and do it all offseason. Mm-hmm. Dvorak is, uh, I mean, the veteran center, sort of, on the team. Older, more experienced in that regard, I mean. And uh, just, yeah, if I can just find it really quick. Uh, for Because face-offs were killing him all game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unsustainable. 62% for the Bruins. 39 for the Habs. Mm-mm. Can't do that yeah, in, in the good. NHL. Has to be nope. 50-50 or like 40-50. Something like that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Like against the Senators, how they do. Do-do-do-do. Okay. Habs are really good against Senators. 66% for the Habs. 
uh, which makes sense. And like uh, the OT game against Dallas. I forgot all about all this stuff. Uh, 55% for the halves, but couldn't win it. And uh, see, Coyotes eked them out 40, uh, 53 to 47 on the dot. But like it's, it gets so lopsided sometimes against them that you wonder what's going on. Now, granted, was Bergeron on the ice tonight, actually? Bridgeron? Yeah, yeah. No. Tubbies. Yeah, I was going to say. No. Hmm. He didn't play tonight. I was going to say. How about that? Taylor Hall, 100% on the dot. It's Taylor Hall, for God's sake. That kid's, you know, kind of uh, not bad at hockey. Uh, <laughs> Paul Byron and Jonathan Duran with a zero. An egg. <laughs> a donut hole on the face-off. That's too bad. Highest uh, fa uh, face-off percentage on the halves was Jake Evans with 65 Suzuki had a 25% face-off bit. Man, oh man, that's rough. So that's something to work on. Yeah, important to start the play with the puck. Yes, it totally, totally is. Um, let's see, we had some medical updates. Oh, that's big news. Carey Price has rejoined the team for practice. Hooray. Big news. Excellent news. Uh, let's see who's out. Who's uh, Kel Clegg's gonna be out a week. Paling's gonna be out a week. Uh, Pitlick, Tyler Pitlick, not Rem, day to day. Um, Gallagher's day to day, and Anderson, yeah, game time decision Saturday, but ended up joining the team, and he played tonight. So I think we're all caught up. Aside from now, trade deadline. So let me whip up the information on that. Ventura was traded. Then the other pretty big trade for the Habs is that, my God, they unloaded Arturi Lekkinen. As some, some balls there. Because Arturi Lekkinen is going to be greatly missed. And it's something that I mentioned a while ago when we were playing against Buffalo. And didn't he have a two-goal game against Buffalo? I believe so, yeah. Or something like that. It, and, I was like, and against Vancouver. Right. He was, he's was he been on a tear recently, like the past two weeks. and uh, But more than that, he did the most important thing for the Habs in the past 30 years. Got the Habs to the playoffs. Stanley Cup finals with his overtime goal against the Golden Knights in Montreal in front of... On Saint-Jean-Baptiste. On Saint-Jean-Baptiste Day. How about them apples? In game six. Didn't game take them six. seven games. Mm -hmm. Game six to beat the Golden Knights. And that whole series, they looked pretty good against the Golden Knights, too. Kind of crazy. Kind Stone, of crazy. Mark Stone was just... My favorite part of that series was him just looking so confused. Their whole forward core... Like, didn't have as many goals as Cole Caulfield did or something like that. I remember yeah. that stat, too. They were yeah. just getting shut down left and right. Yeah. Credit to, of course, Shea Weber, Ben Sherratt, and in no small part, Corey Perry. Uh, you know. Uh, um, Carey Price. Price, of course. But also, oh, Jesus. The eldest brother that anyone ever cares about. Oh Eric God. Stahl. Eric Stahl. Eric Stahl. Yeah. Sneakily handsome mm -hmm. Eric Stahl. Yeah, sneakily. He's a, he's a manly man. Now, yeah. what did the Habs get for Arturi Lekkinen? Hughes mentioned in the presser today that he didn't want to unload him. 
He was said, it wasn't until one o'clock this afternoon that an offer came and he said, I have to pull the trigger. So what was it? The Avalanche. Arturi Lekkinen's going to the Avalanche to play with, um, you know, Nathan McKinnon and he'll never eat anything fun again. And uh, they're getting, the Habs got themselves. I still don't get that whole kerfuffle. I still he, don't understand. Apparently he's like a, he's like a dietitian freak. Like no sugar. Oh, that's like annoying. All that stuff, yeah. And if he's the captain of the team, it's like, ooh, okay, whatever. We're ooh. not going to dinner ever. But yeah. the the Habs picked I'm busy. up. Yeah, the Habs picked up a uh, Justin Barron, whom was Colorado's first round pick in 2020, drafted 25th overall. Uh, 20 years old, 6'2", 195 pounds, so a little bit more kilos there, <laughs> and um. Playing for the Eagles right now in the AHL, Colorado Eagles, has uh, 20 points in 43 games. Uh, yeah, guess we'll see how that uh, turns out. But you know, he's a he's a top prospect for uh, for those guys for the Colorado, and we got you know got for Arturi Lekkinen. Uh Two more big moves uh, for the Habs. Andrew Hammond, the Hamburglar. Thank you for your service. Was sent to the Devils in exchange for Nathan Schnarr. Nathan Schnarr. Yes, Schnarr. Uh, drafted in the third round by Arizona in 2017. He is 22 years old. 6'3". I know a Julia Schnarr. Ooh, 6'3", nope. 181 pounds. I know pounds. a Julia Schnarr. Oh, Schnarr. With a U. Yeah, it's different. Uh, he's currently with the Utica Comets. Uh, let's see. 26 points in 43 games. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah, what else did he do? Holy shit! With the Gel- is that a good enough haul for you for for Arturi Lekkinen? I think we're gonna rue the day. I'm. I think it's second round pick in twenty twenty four. It all depends on this Justin kid. All depends on him. First round. You don't first find round, him though. like Arturi Lekkinen, man. They don't Mm-mm. come out of a Cracker Jack box. As long as Justin Barron can score goals whenever he shoots, great. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only thing that like it in. At least it's going in the net for him now. Yeah, but he got the I, one I that matters. I hope mattered. he does well in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, me too. Should be good. Yeah. But um, oh, that's the other thing, Mister Justin Barron. Here is a defenseman, and that's something to have. They're going to need yeah. a lot of very soon. We offload Petrie. We're exactly, and Petrie's gone this off season. He's, he's definitely gone. Probably at the you don't tra- ask for a trade and stay. Probably go. at the draft with go. a pick or something like that. Now, um, yeah, hopefully that'll be. Oh, maybe we'll be there. Yeah, I know exactly. We'll find we'll you. See, you will me. finally see the end of Petrie. <laughs> finally, your dream comes true live. Max gonna... laughs at me because when we're when we're watching games, like if, if we're in the third period or if we're in the overtime, like I'm, I don't obviously I'm not inside myself, and so I don't know what I'm saying. But he'll, he's like, he just starts laughing at me because I'm like, why are you passing it to Petrie? Why are you passing? Why are you passing it? To, why are you giving it to Petrie at the blue line? And then mm-hmm. it's like, inevitably, we lose it. But yeah, it's, it's, there, there's, there's a bunch of things that have happened um, this season that have like, you know, like I really wanted to like him because, you know, he can be great, but then he can be a big baby. And I can't, I'm not on board with that. I'm not, I can't, I can't be on board with that. The, um, I think I've said this a few times over the past few episodes that the, um, the fortunes of the entire team rest solely upon 
how Jeff Petrie plays in any given night, you know? And I think in yeah. OT, I'd have to watch the replay, but as soon as the Bruins scored an OT, I was like, click, out, okay, fuck this. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but uh, apparently he was involved on the defense uh, for that goal, and I'm like, well, isn't that just splendid? Yeah, he wasn't one of those that was transformed by the Martin St. Louis effect. Not he quite. He started really. looking less miserable and unhappy, which we all, you know, he made sure we all knew it. But um, there was, you know, he 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 had some great games, and there was like on Saturday night, I was listening to um, in the car because we went out, so I didn't watch the first two periods uh, mm -hmm. with Ottawa. But um, on the way home, we were listening to TSN six ninety in the car, and I th I believe it was our friend there, um, not a friend of the podcast, but I want to get him on sometimes an enemy of the podcast uh, uh, john still oh john still who has been the biggest flag bearer for the jeff petrie fucking fan club wow. i was like what's going on with him oh. like you know everybody else had kind of had this transformation and that we, we we see him going back to these crazy brain farts mm -hmm. yeah he's the he's the only guy that really hasn't had like a an overt like revelation under martin yeah. st louis Another player I'm watching now is Jonathan Drouin. If, I've been watching him too. What are you? What do you have to if say? If the rest of this season or next season doesn't like work out, it may be finally time to move on. Yeah. I mean, it's just we're at that point where I'm like, I remember we two, don't have a lot of rest of this season to deal with. Though. No. But the thing is, is, like, he might just, you know, come alive and he becomes like a, maybe he'll play with Suzuki Caulfield on the first line. He was line. all over the place tonight. Yeah. But then again, guy hasn't played in, you know, however many games yeah. again. He's also a father He's not now. sleeping. He's got the baby. Got the baby. You know? I have to get my hands on that baby. Yeah, I want to see that baby. Yes. Yes. With his girlfriend, whom he is not yeah. married with. Smart man. Don't get so married. There, so there's, do not. Unless you you just doing it for the taxes, then okay, great. But even then, yeah. it's a pain in the fucking ass. So there it is. <laughs> Take it from us. Take it from us. So Justin Barron, defenseman. That's what we got for Arturi Lekkinen. Uh Nathan Schnarr, um, he's a center, and he's going to be, you know, whatever. Got him for Andrew Hammond. And it was mentioned at the presser today, um, Hughes wanted to give Andrew Hammond a chance to continue playing in the NHL. Yeah. She's like, you're going to Jersey. Enjoy. That's very nice. It is very nice. Because with Andrew Hammond gone, this is like, well, Price is probably on the mend. Price has been practicing. Jake Allen's been looking great. Sam Montembeau yeah. looked great, too. I can't wait to see yeah. Montembeau and Primo with Laval, if they can do that. I'm not sure how it breaks down. But there's that. Now, the last big trade for the Habs uh, before the deadline was that they dealt Brett Kulak to Kulak! Edmonton. To Edmonton for a William Lagason, a 2022 second round pick conditional, and a 2024 seventh round pick. So two picks and uh, Mr. Lagason, whom famously uh, got into a scuffle with uh, none other than our very own Josh Anderson. Lost. When was this? Years ago, like two oh. years ago. It was, it was, As it was, a hab. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Anderson okay. was a hab, and Lagason said, "Nope, I don't like that." And they had fisticuffs about it. 
Fourth round. Sometimes you just got to say it with these. Sometimes. That's all it is. Uh, fourth round draft pick, uh, 91 overall. Uh, left side defense. So another defenseman uh, signed. Um, and yeah, he's with Edmonton. And stats-wise, very stay-at-home, it looks like. It looks to me like from the strategy that I've gleaned just online and from what I've heard from the comments, like I think that they're stockpiling like these fucking picks. I think that they're cool. going to fucking sell them. Oh, yeah. We can uh, we can talk about those picks. When we're there. Just a moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. So where are the halves? Where are we? Where are we? I'll pick that up in just a moment. Uh, we don't play again until Thursday. Who do we play? Who do we play? Ben Sherratt and the Florida Panthers. Oh, shit, son. Yeah. That's right. We have 14 picks coming up in the draft as of now. Uh, two in the first round, two in the second round, three in the third round, three in the fourth round, then one, fifth, one in the sixth, then two in the seventh. And, yeah, that's a lot of currency, especially with all the who is that prospects that we got now. It's going to be quite a thing. Yeah. Quite a thing. Okay. I know this is a Habs podcast. Uh-oh. Did, did the Leafs do anything? Did they improve their team at all? Oh. Did they do anything? You know what they did not do? Other than do? their fucking GM whining about fucking everybody picking up this wafer. That, like. that is kind of funny. Well, I mean, if you spend against the wall on four players, there you go, right? What can you do? I am actually going to double check. Because I didn't hear anything. There was like one, perhaps, but let me see here. Like, what, did Mark Giordano go to them? Yeah, that was yesterday. That's right. That was a yesterday. So that did happen, thing. though? Mark Giordano for like three picks. Uh, a 2022 second, 2023 second, 2024 third. And the Kraken right. retained a uh, uh, salary on the guy. Um, Aside from that, uh, they, they did not pick up a goalie. They did not pick up a goalie. They did not pick up a goalie. <laughs> like I'm looking at the trade history for these guys and uh, the Leafs got like Carter Hutton from their Arizona for future considerations. Yeah. Um, They got a third round pick for Travis Dermott, who's now a Canuck. Then it was the Giordano trade yesterday. So they right. got Mark Giordano to bolster their, you know, Joe Morrow-less defense. And then uh, they sent Alex Biega to the Predators for future considerations. No goalie. No goalie. And no grit. Nothing. I mean, if you're looking at the Maple Leafs, too. Oh, my God. They soft. They soft. They have three picks in the next draft. A first, a third, and a seventh. Conditional. That's nuts. I love it. That is fucking... That blows my goddamn mind. 53 million it. spent on forwards. 18 million spent on defense. 4.5 spent on goalies. And that's Peter Mrazek and Eric Coughlin. Woof. Woof. Is that the Zamboni driver? Woof, no. No, that's not even that guy. So there's that. But um, I think we covered all of 
that we could cover. Frankly. Yeah. So there it is. Good job, everybody. But yeah, I was Good high as a kite Saturday. I couldn't believe it. Like, <laughs> like Manda hit it, Chris hit it, Manda hit it, Chris hit it, Manda hit it. Then I just hit, 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 hit. Because Manda's like, uh -oh. you can finish it off. I was like, yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, I talk about that stuff, too. It's really, really rad. And then, you know, we get back into the apartment. Maybe we're chatting. Maybe it was from BC. I have no idea. It was, it was wild, though. They were going to Stereo on St. Catherine, a club up there. And I really wanted to oh, go. Yeah. But um, I couldn't go because Chris and I wanted to, like, drink and whatnot. So um, that's what we ended up doing. It was so much fun. Mo Montreal is such a fun town. I love going up there, especially with friends. And the power of friendship got us there in, like, three and a half hours from Albany with stops. <laughs> So I think that we've talked about this before, but how did Chris Hilgenberger become a Senators fan? This was a topic of discussion many times on Saturday yeah, night. Now, bet. he can recall the story better than I can, but it all boils down to he's 10 years old and he just discovered that Ottawa is the capital of Canada. And he said, oh, and they had a hockey team. He's like, I'm. I like that. I'm going to, that's, oh that's, God. that's going to be my team. And then he's playing NHL 99 and there was a player on the team. Oh my God. Um, my thought. No, 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 no. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, 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 Ron Tugnut. And he thought that was the <laughs> funniest name and he stuck with the team ever since. That's amazing. And Ron did he like the Swedish Tugnut. guy too? The, um, was he Swedish? Oh, like there was Alfredson. Yeah, that we yeah. actually, I think we got to meet him when we went to the NHL 100 game, Hab Sens in Ottawa. Oh, cool. The one that was like minus 20 in oh, your shit. reckoning. Yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was the coldest I've ever been in my life. I would never yeah. do it again, ever. No. I don't care who no. the fuck's playing, not doing no. that ever again. That game, no. Charles Houdon lost two teeth because he got a puck to the face. Yeah, lost his uh, lost his bucks. Oh man. Yep, that's that's tough. So, um, but yeah, no, we had such a great time. It's so good, and that's why uh, Chris uh, happens to be a Senators fan. He's way into it. he's way into jerseys too. Like he has a collection of jerseys and whatnot. Um, he's awesome. Yes. I love my buddy. Yeah, he's cool. He is cool. He should come. He should come in July. Oh yeah, we'll see what we can do. Perhaps. Yeah, totally. I don't see why not. Uh, we have okay, to so that you out. see this? Uh-huh. Yeah, what did you do? I'm talking like six weeks ago. Oh. I just sliced right on my cuticle when I was feeding the cat oh. in the morning, like right on her cat food can. Oh, the, Jesus, that little, Veronica. like the little knife edge kind mm. of cut right there. Mm. And it was like, it, of course it hurt like a son of a bitch. You know, these tiny little cuts oh, that awful. are like, yep. you know, anything like sweat gets in them or anything. It just fucking hurts so bad. And it got really bad. Like it started growing like all the way down my finger here. Ow. Yeah. Just like this. It, and me, I'm just washing it and keeping it dry and doing my thing and, you know, using some polysporin and doing all this stuff. It's just meanwhile getting so bad. And, um, my boyfriend on Saturday, he's like, you know, like, that's not getting better. I'm like, no, it's totally getting better. 
And he's like, no, it's not. Like, we're going to have to take you to the emergency room or something. I'm like, the emergency room? Like, can you imagine? I go to the emergency. I'm going to be sitting there for eight hours. This is not an emergency. You know, like other people have emergency. Anyway, mm -hmm. all that to say, I, I, I talked to a doctor, a virtual doctor that we have through my work. Like, we've got this um, service that you can just meet with a doctor online. Had, a, had an appointment within 20 minutes. And um, I, I sent her photographs of my finger. And she's just like, wow, I'm really glad you reached out to me today because tonight you would have been hospitalized on an mm -hmm. IV antibiotic. I'm like, what? It doesn't even hurt. I'm not even, I don't even have a fever. I don't like, how am I supposed to tell that it's infected? Anyway, apparently it's very infected. So I've been soaking it in Epsom salts all day. Oh my God. Nice. Yeah. They smell like oranges. It's a nice citrusy and also antibiotics so all that to say if people are telling you you know the thing that thing is gross and you should probably get looked at it get it looked at just get it looked at yeah i was being honestly, stupid just because it doesn't didn't really bother me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i in my head it was getting better there it is yeah did you use uh, any leeches no next time it's not the time of year to go getting leeches <laughs> do, do do leeches operate on a calendar <laughs> well i think that you know, i'm not aware of in, like, these gross like ponds and slimy places yeah yeah i can understand that i don't think uh british columbia is the the proper environment oh, we got for... leeches oh no shit we got leeches yeah really? but you know like in 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 like the swampy places mm. we usually we like um lakes and ocean but there are some, I, I've been in a couple of swampy ponds before and come out with a few leeches for no sure. No kidding. I've, yeah. um, back in, back in my, raft. yeah, back in my ragtag and tumble days when I was a, when I was a <laughs> sprightly lad running through the upstate forests of New York, <laughs> I've never had leech problems, like ever. Like ponds, lakes, whatever, running around in the woods, playing in dirt, yeah. nothing, ever. Weird. Do you remember that scene in Stand By Me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's like my worst fear, like something weird like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that, that poor, Remember poor he fainted? <laughs> <laughs> Stand By Me, classic movie. I got to watch that again sometime. Oh, my God. So Based on the short story by Stephen King. Is it a Stephen King Man, can he? He's a Stephen King movie. He writes some interesting perspectives oh, yeah. of like of like adolescence. Uh, well, uh, all 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 every all kinds of like he he'll write from the point of, of view of an anciano. What mm -hmm. is that? An old timer, mm -hmm. and um and 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 kids and teenagers and it used to be like back in the day when I was a kid, we would wait. Like everybody that I knew read Stephen King. Mm -hmm. And when it came out, we were all reading it. And if we couldn't afford to buy it, we would get it from the library. And so Stephen King is a master. There was um, a time that he started to get a little bit too out there for my tastes. But he's like, you know, like he's like um, the one there, Misery. You're Misery. Right. Oh, with the... Um... Kate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The What's ankle. her name there? Kate. Oh, Lord, oh, I know shit. it too. 
That makes she was sense. from the unsinkable Molly Brown. No, she played Molly Brown in Titanic. You're talking about Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. And Christine with the evil car from the 50s mm-hmm. that was jealous mm-hmm. of the of the kid's girlfriend. Yep. Um, Carrie. The Stand. Pet Cemetery. It. 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 And I was just thinking about the adolescent writing. I'm like, it was, it got very strange at the end of that first book. For those that (laughs) that don't know, uh, that got. mm, mm -mm. I can't watch the movie because the book um, freaked me out so much. I've never seen the movie. Oh, no kidding. The uh, the Tim Curry one's great. And the new one I thought was decent. Um, I like the new Pet Cemetery movie too. And I'm not much of a horror guy. Pet Cemetery was so... Yeah. Well, he's more terror. Yeah, he's more psychological terror yeah. than, you know. Like, you're reading that but, shit, and you're like, oh, I can't go to sleep. I can't go to mm-hmm. sleep. The um, We're a bit over time, but we can end on this. Oh, okay. Um, I was very lucky uh, to attend a friend of mine's wedding in Colorado at Estes Park. And what is in Estes Park? But a certain ho- hotel that one Stephen King uh, <gasps> stayed at and used as his muse for the shining now it's not where they filmed it but it's where he stayed when he wrote it and what's next to this particular hotel a pet cemetery so it was both both ideas they got for the shining and pet cemetery he got while he was staying at this particular place and we visited that went to a wedding out in the mountains all the ladies in their dresses freezing their asses off in this outdoor (laughs) wedding thank you katrina and uh yeah we had we had just a blast of a time though. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. The first Pet Cemetery movie, the one with the old guy there, the old Munster, I think he's Munster. Um played the old guy in Pet Cemetery. Yes, the you don't want to go down there. Yeah, you don't want to. Oh, the guy who played the judge in and my cousin Vinny. That's yeah. right. You don't want to go down um, that road there. Whole lot of bad down there. Now I love that guy because he is parodied in South Park every few oh, really? episodes. Whenever the whenever like the family's out on a vacation, they pull over at a gas station like, oh, just get a guess <laughs> my family. And there's an old timer sitting on the porch looking like Mr. Munster. Yeah, I forget his name yeah. too. And he's like, yeah, yeah. where are you guys headed? He's like, oh, we're going to go on down to the, you know, the park in this area. Oh, you don't want to go down there. All sorts of, <laughs> all sorts of bad things go down there. Oh, why some 15 years back, some boys went out there and never came back. You don't want to go there. <laughs> it just South Park does so no good at, at like getting his whole. Per- He's like in two or three episodes. None of them are related to each other, but they use just that caricature to you know, like yeah. warn, you know, whatever's going on. But anyways, that's all the Habs yeah. news we got and movie yeah. news. And, and movie um, news. yeah, Arturi Lekkinen and Ben Sherratt. Brett Kulak too. I I liked him as a hab. Uh, just bon voyage yeah. and bon chance. I think I'm gonna be. I think I'm gonna have to pull for Colorado in the playoffs a bit. If Lekkinen can win be a very cup, very interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or true Lekkinen deserves deserves a Stanley Cup for sure. And now, and I have... think he's gonna be the hardest to replace. But what the hell do I know? Oh, we'll see. Nah, well, there's there's so much now that we have to got to like kind of re-gear ourselves and look yeah. at what's on the pipeline because 
other things that came from the the presser today from uh, Mr. Hughes was that Jordan Harris is committing to signing with the Habs. That's a big thing because that was like a big, oh, what if we lose Jordan Harris or Jordan Struble? I think Jordan Struble. Jordan Jordan. Jordan Struble. Yeah, Mr. Struble also yeah. will be, you know, at some point with the Habs. Ooh, that'll be exciting. There's a lot of talent coming and we don't have room for it. Yeah, Struble is a big kid. Laval looks great. Caden Gooley as well. We never talk about him. He's a beast no. in his yeah, league. Yeah, and, yeah. And the Laval Rocket, they just look good every game that I watch them. They don't win all the yeah. time, but, you know, man, when they play, wow, can they play. Like, Rafael Havapaniad, oh, that kid, he's going to be good. Illinen's going to be good when he makes it full-time in the NHL. All sorts. All sorts. Good. Well, we don't have many weeks now. About five weeks left of of game time. Yep, and that's um, it. Presumably, all this song and dance means that Carey Price is going to play a few games. Yes, Carey Price play is on the mend, and the hopefully, hopefully, by God, he can play because that would be what what a what a new team he become. Could you imagine being Martin St. Louis trying to coach Carey Price? Just no. tell him to go out there. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine Carrie Price <laughs> going out there being like, I remember you from the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a strange thing to think about. Oh, my God. That I'm was sure. a weird thing. Of course, Carrie Price, oh, that, we're, we're out of time. But uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Watt, that was one of his that was one of his beefs against um, Mario Tremblay was that they they were once teammates and now Tremblay was his coach. And right. of course, we know that Patrick Watt, with that um, ego, that 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 was never going to work out well. This right. is obviously a very different dynamic. Carrie's yeah, very yeah. respectful, mm-hmm. and Martin Saint Louis very well respected. But yeah, For that sure. was part of that beef between those two. That's right. Yeah, I think that's it. So that's thank it. you for listening. Like and subscribe if you care. Uh, give us a listen on Anchor and um. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week, I think. Because next week my skate clinic starts, so we might be a day late. We will discuss Ooh, this. We might be changing nights. I just remembered that. Okay, so ooh, what's my beard? Get this out of here. There. Okay. <sighs> Goodbye. <laughs> everyone have a good Bye. night. I hope everyone had a nice trade deadline day and that you have a yeah. great rest of the I'm week. I'm so glad it's over. So glad it's over. Now we can focus on hacking. Hacking! Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.